0: Be sure to hit that subscribe button to make sure you get notifications when we launch a new episode, or you can join us live on Twitter Spaces, Monday through Friday, starting at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. Every morning, become part of the conversation yourself. Thank you again. We look forward to giving you the best Bitcoin content daily, here on the Cafe Bitcoin Podcast. Hey Shane, how's it going, brother?
1: Good morning. Did you get burned on the beach yesterday?
0: Nah, maybe just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> bit.
1: Man, I'm excited. Uh, I'll be down there uh, tomorrow, and uh, excited to meet up with all you guys. Man, it's uh, it's gonna be really cool. I just got done doing a, a piece this morning on uh, Ron Paul's revenge. That was written by a a guy that doesn't understand Bitcoin, doesn't understand Austrian economics, or freedom or liberty, and it's just. I don't know. It's crazy to see it, especially in 2022.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious, man. Some really uh, amazing things going on. Um, like the conference is barely getting started. Today is Industry Day, and already had a dinner on Monday night with uh, a bunch of folks here. There was like um, got a chance to hang out with Breedlove and Nat Brunel and um, Larry Lapard and Dylan Leclaire and. A, just a whole ton of people were there it was really cool first chance i've ever had to meet these people in person and it was pretty fantastic <clears throat> the, the the thing that i took away from it which was really neat is, is that um people are just very chill you know um there's no there's no like errors or pretension or nonsense like that amongst bitcoiners everybody was just very very mellow and chill um Love was unexpected i I, something interesting to me about breed love is that you know he's very measured and very thoughtful on his podcasts but you get him in person he just kind (laughs) of he's very direct i wasn't expecting that and and, uh it was it was pretty cool i I liked him more than i thought i was going to actually pubby how you doing man good morning
2: yo gentlemen yeah good morning Uh, i'm i'm at the airport man i'm all through security just uh or to Bloody Mary earlier and just waiting for my flight, man. I'll be, I'll be down there by one o'clock, man. And excited to see it, man. Like you say, cause last year when you meet so many people, you're absolutely right, man. The corners are the most humble people you'll ever meet, man. It's awesome.
0: So just a little bit ago, I was grabbing some coffee with some of the guys from Swan and, uh, one of our Swan private guys, Ryan had one of his new clients there. And the, the guy is a, is a business owner. He, he does very well in, um, sort of the fashion clothing industry and the dudes looking at making a full on pivot into Bitcoin mining. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, everything's changing in the world. And, um, Like like this is probably a pretty good move to make right now. And it's fascinating because a lot of business owners that I'm talking to right now, same deal. You know, it's like, we're not in a retail FOMO wave right now. It's actually pretty tame as far as uh, new retail uh, customers coming, I think into Bitcoin, at least from my perspective at Swan. But what's interesting is, is that the business owners are coming in and uh, you know, they're not real loud about it. They're not like, you know, it, it they're just looking at the whole situation and they're like wow it's you know it, it, they're just looking at the whole situation and they're like wow it's time to pivot so really fascinating what's going on there just real quick cuz i know you
2: talked about the business owners are are they are they saying why they're making the pivot are, are they are they finally aware of inflation are they aware of the bond market uh, it, what is it that's really driving them now to this
0: yeah it's all it's a combination of factors i think um i mean a lot of them are just you know business owners for the most part if you're a successful business owner you got to be an out of the box thinker anyway right you got to be a critical thinker you got to be the kind of person who's aware of your surroundings aware of what's happening um and i find that they're just more in tune with the economy in general and um business owners obviously are very sensitive to price changes things like that so um i think that has a lot to do with it one of my guys just as an example um he's just he's just an out-of-the-box thinker he's been studying what's been going on kind of with the economy and money for a long time and he's not obviously he's not a professional economist he does other things but he's aware of it right and so um this one guy i'm thinking of in particular he just knows that we're clearly in a, in a process where we're in a monetary reset and, and some assets are going to do just much better than others. And then another guy for just as an example, he's, he's in real estate. And what him and his partners would do is they would buy apartment complexes. Um, and it got to the point where a couple of years ago, they just kept getting price out of, priced out of the market. They weren't able to buy the, 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 properties that they wanted so they started building them and then a couple of years after that just recently got to the point where they just can't do that because the cost of materials is skyrocketing right so i mean his comment to me was like you know i talked to my partners about this time for a hard pivot like we need to change and we need to change now um so it's those kind of conversations actually talk about this guy for real for real right now because he's signed the contract with swan he's already given his uh notice and he's done with his former employer the the Goldman Sachs guy he was there last night and he was also there at our breakfast this morning and just amazing kind of stuff that this dude's dropping um times are changing or i mean and we're also bringing on a guy from um uh, from Bridgewater i can't tell you who he is or or what what he's about but um cuz all of his stuff he there's there's reasons but anyway the the point is is that new epoch man you know when you got guys like these this dude from goldman and 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 this guy from bridgewater coming over they see it they see what's happening and it's a massive massive sea change and it's to them it's it's pretty clear so it's just fascinating here all the perspectives on that kind of stuff All right. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm throwing out some invites to some different people. If you guys want to come up, we're obviously doing this different than the, than we normally do. It's just going to be kind of a, a BS session, really talking about what's going on. Go ahead, Shane.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, with, with all these other, you know, people coming into the space and being extremely passionate about it, because I think they're excited. Um, one of the things that I think we're seeing as, as well is Bitcoin's leveling approach in entrance to this market. And and what I mean by that is, you know, when we've looked across the board for a lot of us, you know, we've been, you know, fighting a lot of things politically from like my realm. And, you know, 2008, 2012 with Ron Paul, we were talking about this uh, just this morning. And it was it's it's one of those things where we never had a, a level playing field, whether it was at conferences, whether it was, uh, delegates getting kicked out of conferences, whether it's politics in general, dealing with not only the political machine but the propaganda apparatus, the polls, and everything else. When you look at Bitcoin, it's different, and we are—I think—we're starting to see uh, asymmetrical wins because this is something that they don't have control over. To, to see everybody kind of come to this entry point at the same level, uh, where there is no government. Oversight, no government control. Nobody can, you know, centralize and cherry pick or, or you know, sway a board of directors. I, we're seeing win after win after win, and you know, the guys with money, guys who are out of the box thinkers, early adopters that are, you know, in tune with this. This is just a, a natural uh, progression into the next evolution, I think. And I mean, I think right now, I mean, it's this is just an amazing time to be watching all of this kind of stuff and i mean to to not think about getting into this space now uh, i don't think you're doing yourself any favors by you know kind of sitting on the sidelines one way or another uh you know bitcoin is a is a great industry to be in they're gonna have to i I heard this year that they they sold out industry day for the first time uh they're gonna have to get a bigger space uh and maybe not even on uh the, the miami beach island for next year
0: yeah we'll see it's uh, it's pretty amazing, pre- for sure. Pretty amazing stuff. Good morning, and how you doing, man? Doing well, Alex. How's everybody doing today?
3: Outstanding. It is a good day in Bitcoin. Yeah, just out here loving this weather, man. It's uh, it's kind of kind of similar to Houston weather, but it's it's a lot more dry. Being next to the beach, it's great.
4: It's, I think it, I think it's sticky. It's a little bit sticky for my
2: taste <laughs> yeah this is the, man. um we're coming out of, of the the best times here this is why they have spring training down here some the most beautiful weather is dry but man wait wait you're in florida it is dry now but wait until you get here if you're here in july august september man that, that's when you just go outside and, and just start sweating automatically uh outside and a question because i think last year um i think it was, was it about 10 to fifteen thousand people what do they have a final count on what's surviving? Is it like 30 or 40 this year?
0: I don't really know. Um, we'll try to get that information from CK or one of the guys over at Bitcoin Magazine here soon. Um, I'm not sure, um, but I, I do know that it's it's certainly the the biggest Bitcoin event in history. Uh, it's obviously the big, biggest Bitcoin event probably this year. I don't see how anybody's going to top this one this year. Um and so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting stuff. There's just Bitcoiners everywhere, man. And last night, I was walking around. I had a Bitcoin t-shirt on. And there's people just like, you know, throwing me peace. I was like, Bitcoin! <laughs> it was hilarious. I walked up to this restaurant last night for this uh, dinner that we were doing. And it's really like high-end, swanky restaurant. The the bouncers were wearing tuxedos, right, <laughs> at the front of the restaurant. Um And very small entryway. And like, I walk up and they have this placard out in this glass case and it's talking about the dress code. And I'm like, I'm like wearing. I've got jeans on, I've got like my jogging boots on and I'm wearing like this Bitcoin t-shirt, right? And it clearly says in this, in this placard, it's like no tennis shoes, no t-shirts, no shorts, like yada, yada, yada. And I watched them turn away a couple of other people as I'm walking up to this thing. And I look at the dude, I look at the placard, I read it. I look at the dude, the one of the bouncers at the door and I'm like, yo man, am I good to come in or what? And he looks at me. looks at my bitcoin shirt he's like yeah you can come in (laughs) that was hilarious alex thanks for having me
4: up dude um love the podcast listen to it every morning uh you um a couple of like a i don't know a couple of days ago or a week ago you were just really like speaking about like how like powerful it was about like you know like getting around people that were on the you know like getting on the mission um, and, uh, I severely underestimated, uh, how like powerful that was going to be here. Um, I, I'm, I was shooting shit with someone in the parking lot cause, uh, I have a GA ticket and uh, I didn't know I couldn't get in today. And, uh, and he, I mean, I was just talking to him about ASICs and, and repair and he's like, that's what I'm doing. He gives me his business card. He's like, I want to talk to you more about it. And I was like, holy shit, it has already
0: begun. Yeah, it's fast it's it's fascinating. The number of jobs that are gonna be created by the Bitcoin industry moving forward is gonna be massive. I was one of the dudes we were sitting down with this morning, um, having breakfast with business this one guys, one of the business owners, a Swan private client, and he is in the fashion industry. I'm not gonna say obviously names or docs this guy, but very, very successful dude. Um is looking at tipping into bitcoin mining himself and he's got contacts in the oil industry he wants to go out there and do this we we're talking about how like these you know these kind of portable data centers you can drop them right on a um a, a, a gas site where there's wells or something like this the st- i forget the state that he was talking about but he said there's 1700 wells that aren't operating right now that they could probably get them to fire them up um because uh, they they're able to take their gas or whatever, and um, because it's prohibitive, a lot of these ones, um, it, the 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 fact that they have to flare the gas and deal with the regulatory burden of all of that kind of crap, I guess it makes some of these things actually uneconomic to do. So um, he's looking at doing some of that, but we were talking about how like the 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 mobile container data center technicians of the future are going to be these hybrid guys that know how to work on gas, uh, natural gas fired generators and also know how to like wire up Bitcoin miners and know how to do the networking and connect those things to Starlink by satellite. So it's kind of like a whole in is spawning this whole industry of like this hybrid engineer slash technician. Um, and they need tons of them. They need tons of these guys. Tons. So
4: yeah the oh man the i i i was sitting there you know like just like pissed after i couldn't get in and uh like all the upstream guys like rolled by and i was like trying my fucking hardest not to be a fanboy and just be like hey guys i love you (laughs) but like i'm just so i'm just so bullish about like what they're doing and like the just how much how many how much resources like we have that are like you were saying like totally untapped um and uh you know it doesn't make sense to route that to a pipeline and it's just it's so plentiful um and uh yeah i i i I just can't it's crazy to to think about the just forward progression of uh of getting uh you know, generators on that available gas.
0: And there's a high level of urgency to do this too. Like the guy was, you know, we had brought up the the ExxonMobil announcement from last week or whenever it was where um, ExxonMobil is now, um, for those of you who don't know, for those of you maybe new or might not have heard this already on the show in the last week or so, ExxonMobil largest energy producer in the united states one of the top three largest energy producers in the world in january of 2021 they started a new project where they were converting some of their uh flared gas uh into bitcoin so the way they do that is they attach a generator to it they they attach miners and then they mine bitcoin And i don't know whether they're keeping the bitcoin or selling it but the th- that's really not their reasoning when they when they did their press release talking about it the reason that they're doing it is to reduce their emissions and uh Apparently, and, and I don't personally know all the details, but what what I read was is that this can reduce their emissions by up to 63%. Um, and it's kind of a global initiative for huge energy producers like ExxonMobil to do this kind of thing where they're reducing their emissions. So they have objectives and targets that they're all trying to hit. And Bitcoin mining just happens to be a really great way to use that natural gas instead of either venting it or burning it. Um, And so then in July of 2021, they they increased the program, rolled it out even farther. And then they just announced recently in the last couple of weeks that they're going to be rolling out this program across four different countries. So this guy we were talking to this morning is like, yeah, like <laughs> as soon as these huge energy producers get into the mix, I mean, he's like he's like the, the, the rush is on. It's like we are like scrambling to get as many of these uh, mining installations um, developed and, and deployed as fast as we possibly can. So the pace of this thing is it's reminding me of like either like the California gold rush or, you know, just like the oil rush or however you want to frame it. But it's kind of like that, I think. There's he said there's seventeen hundred wells that aren't operating right now that they could probably get them to fire them up um, because uh, they they're able to take their gas or whatever. and um because it's prohibitive. a lot of these ones, um, it, the 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 fact that they have to flare the gas and deal with the regulatory burden of all of that kind of crap, I guess it makes some of these things actually uneconomic to do. So um, he's looking at doing some of that, but we were talking about how like, the 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 mobile container data center technicians of the future are going to be these hybrid guys that know how to work on gas uh, natural gas fired generators and also know how to like wire up bitcoin miners and know how to do the networking and connect those things to starlink by satellite so it's kind of like a whole in is spawning this whole industry of like this hybrid engineer slash technician um and they need tons of them they need tons of these guys
4: Uh, yeah the oh man the I, I I was sitting there, you know, like just like pissed after I couldn't get in and uh, like all the upstream guys like rolled by and I was like trying my fucking hardest not to be a fanboy and just be like hey guys i love you (laughs) but like (laughs) i'm just so i'm just so bullish about like what they're doing and like the just how much how many how much resources like we have that are like you were saying like totally untapped um and uh you know it doesn't make sense to route that to a pipeline and it's just it's so plentiful um and uh, yeah, I, I fucking I, I just can't it, it's crazy to, to think about the just forward progression of uh, of getting uh, uh, you know, generators on that available gas.
0: And there's a high level of urgency to do this too. like the guy was, you know, we had brought up the the ExxonMobil announcement from last week or whenever it was where um, ExxonMobil is now, um, for those of you who don't know, for those of you maybe new or might not have heard this already on the show in the last week or so, ExxonMobil largest energy producer in the united states one of the top three largest energy producers in the world in january of 2021 they started a new project where they were converting some of their uh flared gas uh into bitcoin so the way they do that is they attach a generator to it they, they attach miners and then they mine bitcoin and i don't know whether they're keeping the bitcoin or selling it but the, th- that's really not their reasoning when they when they did their press release talking about it the reason that they're doing it is to reduce their emissions and uh Apparently, and, and I don't personally know all the details, but what what I read was is that this can reduce their emissions by up to 63%. Um, and it's kind of a global initiative for huge energy producers like ExxonMobil to do this kind of thing where they're reducing their emissions. So they have objectives and targets that they're all trying to hit. And Bitcoin mining just happens to be a really great way to use that natural gas instead of either venting it or burning it. Um, And so then in July of 2021, they, they increased the program, rolled it out even farther. And then they just announced recently in the last couple of weeks that they're going to be rolling out this program across four different countries. So this guy we were talking to this morning is like. Yeah, like <laughs> as soon as these huge energy producers get into the mix, I mean, he's like, he's like the, the, the rush is on. It's like we are like scrambling to get as many of these uh, mining installations um, developed and, and deployed as fast as we possibly can. So the pace of this thing is it's reminding me of like either like the California gold rush or, you know, just like the oil rush or however you want to frame it. But it's kind of like that, I think another yeah, one element.
3: Of the thing- oh go, go ahead, ahead sorry no just on that one piece i was just gonna you know say that uh one of the things that i think about this is that you know we were talking about how every hole is different so you know you're gonna you know one hole might produce more natural gas uh you know natural gas as a as a you know uh as an aside than than like another one would So you can imagine like before that would be worked into the cost analysis of the whole, you know, you're saying, well, we're going to have to deal with these, you know, we're going to have to vent or flare and it's going to cost X, you know, versus when you really start to think about the, almost like a standardization uh, on this, that Bitcoin provides for the drillers. It's pretty cool to think about.
4: Right. And that, that was kind of what I was going to speak to. I can't remember who was talking about it. It was either Steve Barber or Ryan Leachman or uh, Denver Bitcoin, you know, they were they were talking about like how like some of these like larger output wells were actually having to be throttled, um, like, you know, like reducing their like uh, amount of output than they actually than they could potentially output uh, because they could not um, they, they, they couldn't meet the emissions requirement uh, because you can only flare so much and you can only vent so much before you get in trouble. Um, and, uh, you know, if we can, you know, reroute and repurpose, um, and make fucking money, uh, in the meantime, then who's not going to want to do that? I, I, don't, I don't get, I don't get the, 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 opposition. Um, so, uh, yeah.
0: Well, and if the numbers are accurate, if, if ExxonMobil, mobile is reducing their emissions by up to sixty three percent on these installations. That's massive. That blows gigantic, fucking crater sized holes in the in the. Um, you know, foot. Bitcoin mining is bad for the environment narrative. It's like you guys yeah. are so full of shit. It's like they'll move on to something the else. Problem.
4: They'll move on to something else, or they won't,
0: or they'll just go away. I don't know. It's just so damn funny. BJ, good morning. How are you doing, man? I'm good, brother.
5: I just thought this would be a perfect uh, occasion to pipe in. I am just walking into the convention center on my crutches, hobbling along with my broken ankle, trying to get in, and I figured I'd try to share this moment with as many people who are not here, but wish they, were, they could be here. So far, it's awesome, and wow, the vibe is great. People are awesome here. So I just want to say hello and good morning, everybody
0: right on good morning that is a real trooper that's dedication right there this dude's hobbling around on crutches he's like oh yeah i'm doing this
5: and i just dropped my crutches and everybody freaks after awesome yeah i got you know man like where were we three four weeks ago uh i was in canada and trudeau in fact invoked uh what's it called martial law froze all our bank accounts i came down here then went to south america on crutches and now back here like these crutches have been halfway around the world and i've been talking to you guys from all these places as all these things have gone on and it's just i don't know of all the places i've been like this is not a typical miami uh, vibe here so far from everybody in line working here like the line is huge uh, of the people who are registered or registering like it's gigantic but everybody's like so chill, like not typical, you know, Plastica they say in Miami, and um, yeah, it's just awesome. So uh, wish everybody was here, and whoever's here, uh, come on, let's uh, let's chill, chill and hang out. And God for oh, anybody, please, anybody has experience with lightning and lightning nodes, and I am so friggin' lost right now, and I got to get some stuff set up for tomorrow, and I'm getting an error code on my blue at lightning. So I don't know if anybody's around who can help with that. Like that's great, but otherwise, uh, let's keep it up. And thanks for everybody for being so awesome.
3: Did I lose the room, Alex?
4: What's this beef steak I keep hearing about? I keep hearing about how good beef steak is. I don't know what beef steak is.
6: Hello, Aunt Pubby. What's up? Everybody here?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Hey, actually, I just got to notice that the host was having some connectivity kind of issues. So yeah, it, it may be just a co-host right now in
5: a couple y- of us. Yeah, aren't. I think Alex is uh, in the hotel, uh, so he's having a little
4: connection issues. But um, but yeah, man, I just got to Miami. I'm super pumped to be here. What's up, TXMC? I see you down there, inviting you, Sats. What's up, everybody? We're in man, Miami. And what I-
2: up? I'm at I'm literally at the airport now, waiting for my flight. Um, as many of you know, I'm just in Tampa, so I got a, just a, a quick up and down, less than an hour, and I'm there. Uh, I can't I can't tell you guys how excited I am. Uh, you know, last year was the first time I went to the conference, had no idea what to expect, and it was it was so unbelievable that now I know what to what to expect, and all of the all of the new um, friends and, and plebs that I've met. This year is absolutely crazy. I don't know how I'm going to meet everybody. Um, If you guys see me, just please come up and say hi, man, because I want to meet every single one of you, for sure. It it is such a blast. Um, it, It will change your life. I guarantee it. TXMC, what's up, man?
6: Hey, what's up, hubby? I'm here at the conference on location at this moment. Just met Dr. Jeff a few minutes ago, which was really cool. I was watching Novogratz and Pomp Talk on stage. Novogratz was wearing a cow hair jacket like an absolute boss. Um, This place is incredible, really, the size and the scale of it. And it's just all 100% Bitcoin. It's really incredible. Um, Just walked the showroom floor. The hundreds of booths. Some amazing artistic talent at the gallery in the middle of the showroom for anyone who's coming here. Really, you've got to walk around and check it out. Some incredible original art. Um, I don't know. just getting started here. Looking forward to meeting uh, hey. a lot.
2: of. Oh, yeah. Quick question for you. For those of us that are arriving and some new, I, I was there last year and things change up uh, to pre-register uh, where we're, st- I'm saying really, close. I think I'm like a quarter mile from the conference. Um, when you, when you arrive, where, where do
6: you go to pre-register? I did mine yesterday. Cause I got here yesterday afternoon and when I came up, there wasn't anyone here, but there, when I walked in, there was a big line of pre-registration like at the front of the building. Uh, so you can't even get in until you do that. And there were a bunch of people in line for that. So you just kind of walk right up to the convention center. It was in the parking lot yesterday, but I think it's actually inside the front door now.
4: Yeah. It's it's at 17th and convention center parkway, Pubby.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I get in at one, um, Buddy Anders, Anders is coming in from L.A., he, so I think we'll be heading over there probably later this afternoon to do that. But thanks for the info, man. Yeah, they. Um, so I was there.
4: I got here early. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't know that GA wasn't allowed on um, uh, Industry Day, so... But people started like lining up around like eight o'clock, but the they didn't start letting people in until just after nine, which was weird because there was a keynote speaker that was like scheduled for nine. Um, so, but it was it was a like a clusterfuck this morning. Um, so, hope hopefully they kind of like iron some things out. Um, like no one, it, it was there. There are a lot of a lot of miscommunication this morning, but uh, but yeah, seventeenth and Convention
2: Center Parkway. That's awesome, man. And, and for those that didn't go, that was a horror story last year. And, you know, we joke with P and the rest of the guys at Bitcoin Magazine. I know they've really stepped up their game this year. <laughs> last year, the, um, the first day was that line was like around like three city blocks, it seems. Took so people two to three hours just to get in um, that first day. And in all fairness, I, I skipped the line. I, I went to see how how close to the front or how far we were back. And I, I saw BTC Benny and Gigi up, up front. And I went up to say hi to him again. Um I know them, I, they were, we were out the night before. I said, Look, guys, um, I got Andrews, he's about two hours back from here. you mind if we jump in with you? And he said, sure thing, man. That's what hey, that's what that's what Bitcoiners do for each other. They let you cut the line. I admit it. I'm not ashamed of it. I was able to see Ron Paul because of it. I was able to see Sailor and, and Max Kaiser because of it. So if you gotta take a chance,
6: do it. Sometimes you got to have a high time preference in order to get things done, puppy. You know.
0: So funny. I think uh, for for those of you who are regular cafe bitcoiners, if you're here at the conference, I think we should try to get together sometime tonight, if possible. Maybe grab a place and just hang out, grab a drink, or whatever, and just hang with the plebs. Um, I know they're doing uh, whale night tonight. I don't have a whale pass, so I'm not going to that. I don't have a whale <laughs> um, pass
6: either, dude. I'm a pleb like everybody else. <laughs>
0: but all of us, all of dude. us lonely plebs, can get together and have a beer. It'd be great.
4: The amount of whales in the line this morning, because those those tickets were uh, uh, like early on, they were like north of nine thousand dollars, right?
0: Yeah, I yeah, think they're up to seventeen grand. Like, dude
4: yes. like there were hundreds of people and i'm just like holy
6: fuck how can you be getting that kind of value i mean if you just dude, have a, a lot you work, don't that doesn't mean anything to you but how does it, how is it worth that
4: i feel i i don't know like i i i was i was astounded at how many people were in this whale pass line um and just I was just like, you know, like the cash register was just clicking in my head, you know, just thinking about all the money. I'm like, there goes my stack. Oh, there it goes again. Okay, there it goes it
6: again. <laughs> my fold card wheel to give me a whale pass the last couple of weeks. Every day I'm spinning my fucking fold wheel and it always goes <laughs> right past the whale pass to the five sats. Son of a bitch.
5: True
2: story. Last year at the conference, um, we're in the hotel lobby, get waiting for our Uber and there's a guy checking out with his wife um you could tell sort of by the way they were dressed they had quite a bit of money but um he, he could see that Andrew and i had our, our wristbands on but he came over and said look man um i gotta leave the day early but i got this whale pass here if if you guys want it i was like um yeah sure why not but the problem is he had to cut it off he had to cut it off and um, we went up there, not that we were going to do it, but they, they were inspecting, they were inspecting those whale passes close to see that they weren't cut off and given to somebody else, man. They, they weren't fooling around, but yeah, no look, man. Listen, f- 15 grand, 10 grand. Um, you can live large in Miami on that much money instead
0: of having a whale pass. Great stuff. So uh, if you are in the audience uh, and you're here, At conference, you want to come up and share what's going on, by all means, do so. Uh, Just super quick, a couple quick announcements. This is Cafe Bitcoin. We do this every day. We're continuing to do it through the conference. We're only going to do it for an hour a day during conference because everybody's running around doing stuff. But we will continue to do that if you're new. Um, This room is designed uh, to, to teach new people about Bitcoin. If you want to come and learn about Bitcoin, this is a great place to do that. This is also a podcast. We put it up on Spotify, Apple, everywhere that you get your podcasts. You can throw a follow to Swan Bitcoin if you want to be notified of, of when those drop. Um, and then, yeah, I, I work with Swan. If you have questions about Swan Bitcoin, you can shoot me a DM. I am happy to help any one of you. What we're going to continue to do throughout conferences, we're going to hop on here at least an hour a day, hang out with the people the fam and uh you know this has turned into a place where a lot of people just come hang out and get their kind of i want to hang out with bitcoiners fix uh, a lot of us out there Uh, especially if you're not at the conference, may not be around people you can talk to about Bitcoin all the time or the people that you can talk to don't get it maybe and they're tired of hearing you talk about it. So this place is a place where Bitcoiners can come and chill and hang out and be with other Bitcoiners. So yeah, we are welcome and uh, we'll continue to roll with this daily. Uh, Decode, how's it going, man?
2: What's up, everyone? Uh, You know, love the cafe. Hope everyone's having a fun time. Um, I had a question so I
0: unfortunately won't make it down. I I was gonna go late and I decided, you know, just stack instead and do responsible stuff in real life. So I'm gonna go that route. But um
3: what I I was originally gonna get the industry passed. And I wanted to
2: know would there have been any benefits for just like a fled trying to go down in network? Like, would you not work more than party but like, would there
0: have been any difference with the ga pass or is it the industry pass so there's
4: like a flow chart that it, it displays like what you get for like a whale pass what you get for a ga pass and what you get for uh an industry pass and there were like a like significant uh, like more amount of things that you could do like like just outside of ga so uh i i can't like i can't quote them um but uh it's it's on bitcoin conference uh website so uh so check that out and would be helpful
7: just checking in to let you know guys know about my fomo not going there pissed and I um, hope you guys are
2: enjoying it. Dude, when I saw you come up on stage, I was thinking about that. I think we were talking yesterday that I felt so bad. You're stuck stuck over there in the UK, man. Um, we're gonna have a blast. We'll probably run a toxic half air at some point live down there, so you can join in then. But you can you can live vicariously through us, brother. We'll we'll keep you hooked up.
7: Yeah, I'm 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 there by proxy by you guys. Yeah, bro. I feel
0: the same way. Major FOMO.
7: <laughs> I did. Um, I, I mentioned some. I'm quite surprised that um, Andreas Antonopoulos isn't there.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what's going on with him. I hope he comes back to the light soon. That's all I'll say about that.
7: Yeah, I I hear that. I mean, I, I've got a lot of respect for him. I met him a few times. I've seen him speak a couple of times. I know he's kind of strayed a little towards um, the coin we do not speak about, but um, he, he I think he's a, a net positive for the space. He's an incredibly intelligent guy and has a very kind of succinct and um, way of explaining Bitcoin and just kind of um, simplifying it for the layman. I would say.
2: Look, man, he's, he's number one on my list. Um, you know, I came in late 2017 and a lot of it, you didn't have a lot of the resources you have now. But man, I, I watched every Andreas Antonopoulos video, I could I could get my hand on because you're absolutely right. The way sailors able to break it down in simple terms, um, Andreas, I, I think, is the top in the industry. Um, if I had to orange pill any world leader, and you needed one person to go talk to them and explain what Bitcoin is and what it means, Andreas is the dude, man. Um, yeah, straight, straight a bit, and you know how it is here, man. P- you know, Bitcoin Twitter, we we slay our heroes. Uh, so there's there's a lot hardcore maxis would never want him back. I'd welcome him back because that guy knows. Ex- I've never met anyone or heard anyone that can explain it the way he does and break it down in such simple terms. So you're absolutely right, man. Oh, sorry, BJ. You had your hand up, and I just jumped all in on that. Sorry, man. What's up, BJ?
5: Yeah, no worries. Just to give you, uh, again, this is my first time ever going to the conference. I've done many other industries over the years, and just to give you an idea what it's like here. Um, again, everybody's chill. I see Jeff Booth. I'm walking by him, like or crutching by, I'm like, oh, hey. So I go over, hey, Jeff, how's it going? So I've spoken to him, you know, a few times over the past month. And he's like, hey, how are you? Whatever. I told him my problem and I need to, you know, I'm having an issue with lightning. He's like, oh, here, give me your phone. Let me show you. This is why you're getting this error code and blah, 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 transfer here, this and that. And I'm like, cool, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to him later on. And then somebody's like, oh, yeah, Greg wants to talk to you. So I got to go over there. Like, everybody's super helpful. And the other thing that I've already noticed is, you know, there's a lot of people who are, how would we describe? In Miami, they'd say VIP sort of people. There's not that baggage here. It's just like everybody's chill, everybody's on the same level sort of thing cause we're all just Bitcoiners. No matter how far you into it, if you're experts like them or people, you know, plebs like me who have just enjoyed Bitcoin and been fascinated by it for the past several years and watching it grow, like everybody's just totally chill and cool. Like, I can't tell you how amazing it is. It's,
2: it's funny you bring up Jeff. Um, he was one of the guys, he and Greg Foss, who... Um, early on, when I, I was trying to do a live stream that jumped right in. But I can tell you firsthand, man, um, when I saw them last year at the Swan Tent, those guys, uh, let's be quite honest, they don't have to be Bitcoiners. Those guys have successful businesses anyway. They're here for the future. They're here for their kids and their kids' kids. And those guys are the most humble people. you wanna, I saw them. Because, you know, you're hanging out tent, you're, you're talking to all there I saw them with a line out the door, okay? They had a line like 20 people deep that people just want to go and talk to them. And I saw Jeff sit there just standing for three hours, man, three hours answering any question, any question. You know, it wasn't like, you know, a guy that would just, you know what, I'm going to the conference, I'm, I'm going on stage, I'm going to speak, and that's it. No, man, these guys like Jeff, they are they are the the plebs' pleb, man. They, they are one of us. So I'm glad you got to see them. I'm um, supposed to meet him and, and Greg for a beer at some point here down there. Who knows how it's going to be? It's just going to be a free for all. But uh, I'm excited to hear you're having a good time, man.
5: Well, just to add on to that, you know, something I've noticed over the past several years. I don't know if you know this professor, Gad Sad, uh, I'm friends with. He's a professor in, uh, in Canada, Concordia, and goes on uh, Joe Rogan quite a bit, whatever. Both him. And Jordan, and I said this to Gad, like those Stephen Hicks and those types of people, like this is the new celebrity. So as much as the world seems like it's in chaos right now, we're getting away from, I think, and I hope, and Bitcoin is another example of this, from the plastic, artificial, scripted Barbie doll type of celebrity. And the new celebrities are professors, Bitcoiners, fintech people, people who have means and ways and ideas to contribute to the betterment of society beyond, you know, superficial issues that are, that are dominating the legacy media, or as I call it, fake media, which is why I banned them from all our press conferences. And I think that's where the future is. And Bitcoin is just kind of the, the financial end of that space. At least that's the vibe I'm getting all, already. So, yeah, what, I, what you just described with Jeff, I've seen with Jordan and Gad and some of these other professors I've gotten to know over, over the past few years, same sort of thing. They'll sit and talk to people for three, four hours in line uh, just so everybody gets a chance to talk to them. So it's great. So, yeah, I'll shut up now, guys.
4: Alex, do you have a place in mind uh, that you were uh, talking about, uh, like regular Cafe Bitcoin people
0: getting together? You know what? I don't yet. Um Let's you and I put our heads together, figure out a good spot, and then let's let's converge there. And then what we'll do is fire up a a space. I'm thinking um let's do it around seven PM. Is that cool? Yeah, 10-4, that works. All right. And then what we'll do is we'll actually, when we get there, let's fire up a space and then everybody look for the space at 7 PM. We'll let you know where to come. We'll just do it that yes. way. It'll be like a, a real time, uh, uh, real time cat herding event. Everybody go here.
2: Oh, man, we, last year, Preston Pish and I, this way he he did the Preston Pish pub crawl. And I don't know if anyone was there and remember that thing. But um, pub crawls are fun with a small group, but so many people show up. And what's hilarious is, um, you know, people get done a drink, they go to the next pub. So before you know it, man, it's like this snake of people that started out where you've got this whole group now strung out among five or six different pubs trying to catch up to each other. It turns into a logistical nightmare. Uh, yeah, just keep your options open. Keep your phones open. You'll get DMs from people where they're going to be. Uh, and give yourself extra time waiting on those Ubers because it's going to be a madhouse.
6: Pub crawl sounds fun. And, uh, yeah, Alex, wherever you go later, I'll, uh, I'll come meet up with you. I don't have any plans tonight. I will staying, keeping my schedule open on purpose just for things like that. So that sounds like a good idea. Anyone of you uh, on stage here going to be at Safe's carnivore dinner thing on Friday? I'm going to be at that.
2: Um, I, you know, I went last year because I, I lucked out and was gifted tickets. Angela and I were, and it, it is unbelievable. I don't know if we're going this year. I don't have tickets yet. Um, you never know how things will fall out though at the Bitcoin conference. So who knows? Never say never. Well, you know, you can come as my
6: date if you want, puppy. You can come as my plus one. I don't know if I get a plus one, but, you know, we can we can eat off the same plate.
2: Well, you, you know, what's funny, man, last year
6: and uh, yeah, and I, she
2: didn't care if I tell the story. Andrew and I met uh, Jessica Hoddle um, at the conference last year and she was there with her mom. Lovely people. And uh, at the Bitcoin conference, had no idea they had this plan, but um, we were hanging out quite a bit there and we got back. I think we met them first at the pleb party the night before, but met them the next day. But we got back to the hotel, man. And like you, we just we had no idea what was going on. So we made absolutely no plans. And she she shot a text. I, I think the answer hey, would you guys like to go to to say steak dinner? Um, my mom's tired. I'm tired. We don't feel like going. And we were saying, well, yeah, sure. But, you know, what can we give you for the tickets? And she goes, no, no, no. This is I'll already paid for a comp. Don't even worry about it. So literally she, yeah, she's, I mean, nice, nice, um, nice girl there. She comps these tickets. And what's funny is when you showed up there, um, you walk in, I mean, the place was a madhouse anyway. They didn't even ask for tickets. We sort of walked in, we, we, we sat up at the bar and man, they just started bringing out protein after protein, steak tartare, tuna tartare, shrimp, you name it, man. And then the steak came out and that thing was like 32 ounces it was a i could barely get halfway through it um but yeah it's a great time man so if anyone gets a chance <laughs> you get comp tickets go for it um yeah, a lot of you know max and stacy were there jimmy saw him, So you get to go hang out and meet meet them for the first time but yeah safe knows how to throw a steak dinner
6: i'm looking forward to i get some tuna tartar some steak tartar some whiskey tartar some vodka tartar everything
2: Oh, yeah, and the bartenders weren't playing, man, because they saw the people there. I was telling us in another space what you're doing. They weren't playing with low balls or high balls. No, man, I, I think I I ordered an old-fashioned, and, man, they were putting that shit straight in a pint glass. Pint glass size of drinks for people so they didn't have to keep turning around and serving them. Man, it, it would knock you on your ass. It's like a big gulp. I'm going I'm say- to send you a picture, man. I'm going to send you a picture from last night. I took a picture of the steak with that glass in the background. I'm gonna- I'll DM you that one, man.
6: Well, I'm going to hop off the stage here, guys, and go check out some more of this conference. Uh, looking forward to meeting up with you all later today and the rest of the week. So make sure you let me know where you're going to be at. I'll be there. Talk to you all later.
0: Right on. For sure, for sure. Thanks for hanging, man. How much fun is that? So cool. So cool. So for all of you who are listening and are here, you're you're here with us in spirit. We're thinking of you two, and uh, we'll continue to report to you the shenanigans that's going on here at the Bitcoin conference. All right, let's go around closing comments. Anybody got anything? Ant, what are you doing, man? I-
3: i'm drinking i'm I'm in the pool i'm uh i don't i don't have a ticket for to the industry day so i'm uh you know gonna come out and i'm gonna see y'all later on i'll be on trying to find out where this dinner is but uh i'm basically not gonna do anything today i'm just gonna hang out at the pool i'll see you soon (laughs) ant yeah i can't wait bro
2: well i'm i'm boarding in about 30 minutes I'll be down there. Man, it's just an up and down flight for me, man. I, I think it's like 45 minutes in the air. Can't wait to get there. I'll look you guys all up. Alex, DMs are open. Let me know where you guys are going to be. Um, we're going to be, I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll be all over um, South Beach tonight somewhere, but we'll, we'll definitely link up, brother. Good to see you guys. Thanks for having me up. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, guys. For sure. I, I can't decide if I need to sleep
4: because I, I took the red eye this morning. Or I, I think I'm just going to
3: ride the lightning, baby.
4: I don't, I don't know. I think I'm just going to stay up.
3: Oh, man. I was up until like 3.30 or 4 last <laughs> night, and I got up at 8. So we're, you're good, man.
5: Ooh boy. Let's do it.
0: Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Let's wrap then. We'll wrap the show and uh tonight we are going to uh me and pubby are going to coordinate on what we're going to link up we'll still fire up the show at 7 p.m eastern guys so watch for uh when we fire that up to get the location and then look forward to seeing y'all there tonight for those of you who aren't here we'll continue to continue to update you guys on what's going on here at conference um and you're with us here in spirit uh you are listening to cafe bitcoin we do this every day monday through friday start at 10 a.m uh eastern 7 a.m pacific roll for about two hours normally this week we're only going to do about for about an hour each day just kind of getting everybody together again for a little update on what's going on if you're new to bitcoin this is the place to come learn hang out this is also a podcast up on spotify and apple you can catch it there so everybody go out there have a great day love all of you guys be safe and uh we'll talk to you again soon crush it